Welcome to the Creativity and Soul podcast. My name is Jade and I'm an art therapist, healer, and creative coach. My job is to help women heal and expand into a life that is creative, authentic, and fully embodied. In this space, we explore the powerful intersections between art and psychology, creativity and mental health, and between our humanness and the soul. You ready? Let's dive right in. Okay, episode two. So today I want to talk all about art therapy, what art therapy is, the fundamentals, the definition, um, at least the definition that I see it and that I use, and how it can help you. I also want to clarify some misconceptions um, around, I feel like, what people believe or what a lot of people believe art therapy is. So we're going to just be diving into all of that in a nutshell. All right. So, okay, let's start with what is art therapy? Art therapy (laughs) is a psychotherapeutic discipline, okay, where within the therapeutic process, we use the process of art making as well. So in addition to the verbal, we use art making as a primary language of expression for yourself. So just think about the way you talk in a talk therapy session or the way you communicate with words, with languages, we use art as simply just another language and another way of communicating um, for yourself, but also between you, the client, and a therapist and an art therapist. Okay, so like I already kind of touched on, art therapy almost always combines um, other frameworks of therapy within it. Uh, like talk therapy, sometimes, you know, in my practice, I use somatic therapy as well. Uh, the way I practice also is personally quite process oriented. So I really am focused on um, the process of art making as a way of therapy and um, as therapeutic. There are also other frameworks of art therapy where you might focus more on the image itself. You might be analyzing and interpreting images and like metaphors and symbols that's also you know a big part and big element and component of our therapy um and we do touch on that in my practice personally as well but um what i will say is that i'm definitely more of a process oriented art therapist and so this that's going to be uh the framework that i work and that you'll hear about and that you know i'll be exploring um in this podcast and in the content that i share Okay, so yeah, Um, first misconception that I want to clarify with art therapy. Okay, so with art therapy, a lot of people hear this term and they're like, oh God, art. I haven't done art since I was five or art. Oh, that's just sound, you know, it kind of sounds intimidating. You know, you might not have touched a color pencil or like touched a crayon for decades, years, right? But I want to clarify that the way we use art in art therapy is really beyond the conventional definitions of what you likely think art is and the way that we talk about art in our contemporary society. So, you know, for me, for the longest time, like I was working in art galleries and I was working in commercial art. So I was very much surrounded by, you know, fine art made by you know, big artists, important artists. And I was, you know, really focused on standards of beauty and expectations of beauty um, 
in regards to, you know, what makes art good and like what deserves to be shown or what deserves to be expressed as real art. Art therapy is the complete deconstruction of that. And that's why I love it so much. And that's why it, yeah, that's why I do the work that I do now, because it is the complete deconstruction of what this conception of fine art and commercial art is. The art that we use in art therapy is really simply about passing an expressive creative energy. And anyone can do that, right? Whether you are someone who is deeply creative in your practice, someone who, you know, you, you, you're an artist, let's say you're a painter, you're a dancer, or, you know, you, you don't see yourself as creative. You don't see yourself as an artist and you haven't touched art in years, decades. Art in the sense of creative energy, as the expression of creative energy lives in all of us and we are all capable of it. It doesn't need to look a certain way. Art doesn't need to meet certain standards within art therapy. Right, so when we talk about art in art therapy, the way I see it is that it really is just the action of using materials using oftentimes you know those materials will look like conventional art materials like like I said like crayons paints watercolors um, things that you might have used in your childhood right things that fine artists use too but art materials can also be in nature right I work a lot with leaves with stones with sand with earth with clay with soil the thing about art therapy in my opinion is that you know, the art materials that you use, regardless of what that is, the action of that is what is therapeutic. The action and the sensory experience of that is what grounds you and what will unlock your subconscious, what will allow for a lot of those memories, thoughts, emotions that are in your body, in your mind, in your soul to come through, right? So that process of using sensory stimulation that process of just enjoying yourself and being in the pleasure of color and shape and texture being in the experience of creativity and expression will allow you to communicate with yourself in a totally new way in a way that I believe that we are innately born with because if you really think about it like I talk about this all the time but children you know, they're just so innately creative and it really shines through. Like if you really, you know, you look at any kid in an elementary school, right? Any infant in a kindergarten, they're so fascinated and in love with color and shape. That's how they communicate. That's what, you know, so many kids love to draw and love to paint and love to use their fingers and like they love to engage with with tactile senses and of course a part of that is just the developmental stage that they're in that's how they learn and that's how they experience but creativity using art using art tools playing in that way playing in our creativity and expressing ourselves in that way is a very innate human way of being and expressing it's something that is born in us no one needed you know like if you think about like like our verbal language me talking to you right now learning english learning whatever whatever language you speak learning how 
to use vocabulary, right? Learning to put meaning to words, learning how words are pieced together to make sentences. All these things are, are, are really actually like constructs that we have to cognitively learn. Creative expression is not something that we need to cognitively learn. It's an innate language that we speak. So I'm just going to add to that a little bit. Like, I think, like, if you think about when you were a kid, most likely before you learned how to even walk, before you learned definitely how to speak, before you probably said mom or dad, you probably grabbed a stick with your hand and knew to draw a line or knew to draw something right, to, to use your hand to move energy through as a way of expressing yourself. So I hope that just hits home the kind of like primal and the very just human and innate um, inclination that we have for using art in that tactile way as humans. So yeah, it's just, it's so intrinsic and human you know, art and creative expression and art therapy, for me at least, so much of it is about bringing my clients and bringing, you know, my community back to that innate self, peeling back all of those layers and all of those things that, you know, make us feel adult and make us look adult and make us perceive ourselves as adult, peeling back all of those to come back to how we truly express and how we truly move as human beings here. Okay, so now I want to move on to the difference between art therapy and art as therapy. Okay, so this is another misconception that I want to kind of clear up. Okay, so art as therapy is simply the process of using art, making art as therapeutic. So you can do this on your own, right? Like when we creatively journal, when we make paintings in our own home, in the comfort of our home, when we go art jamming with our friends, that a lot of that is therapeutic art. It's art, art as therapy. And like I said, this is very innate to us. This is something that, you know, we naturally know to do in our bodies and art as therapy and really promoting the I guess the, the activity of art as therapy in your life will allow you to facilitate that creative expression for yourself. But the difference between art as therapy and art therapy is, well, the fact that art therapy is a psychotherapeutic discipline, right? Art therapy always happens within a container where you have a therapist guiding you and a therapist holding you, whether that be in an individual container in individual art therapy sessions, whether that be in groups, whether that be an open studio, right? A large group or a small group. Art therapy is a process that is structured and disciplined in a way um, by a facilitator to help you come to certain conclusions, to help you move through some of those deeper layers of your subconscious and trauma that you wouldn't be able to do in um, your own space, most likely, on your own, just like doing therapeutic art. And so that's where art therapy comes in. And that's, um, yeah, that's what an art therapist does, 
right? It's just, it's, we have a lot of expertise that we know about sensory stimuli, that we understand about um, shadow work, that we understand about your subconscious and how um, images show up there. We, we have expertise in these areas and we help you draw into those and guide you into those areas to, to help your healing. Okay, so now I want to get to the, you know, how can art therapy help you? Like, why is it effective? How is it effective? Um, I think I'll do a different, a separate episode on the differences between talk therapy and art therapy. But, you know, we'll touch on this a little bit. Okay, so why is art therapy effective? Art therapy... Number one thing is that it always works from a bottom-up approach. It's very gentle because we're not using ex- we're not using explicit language, and an art therapist will never ask you to 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 narrate your trauma or n- narrate memories or pull out or dig out certain um, certain thoughts or like streams of logical thinking that will potentially cause you to revisit your trauma. Our therapy generally is never confrontational. Sometimes the images that, you know, might come up from your subconscious as you're painting, as you're drawing, as you're creating might be surprising, right? It might not be what you expect. Um, sometimes you do see images of and memories of trauma, of experiences that you might have repressed or suppressed for a long time that comes up. But it's always within your own space. It's always within your own capacity. It's never directed, if that makes sense. It's never directed by a therapist, right? The therapist is there to hold the space for you to allow those memories, events, traumas, associations to come up. Okay, so that's why, you know, art therapy is, I always say, I always think, is integrated with somatic practices, of course, I think it's one of the best ways that you can process trauma. Um, Talk therapy, this has been scientifically proven, like talk therapy can do a lot to help us understand um, and identify logically what our pain points are, what our triggers are, what our core wounds are. But it doesn't move the body in a way that allows us to shift and unblock trauma that is stuck in our system okay so it's really important to this is a whole other episode but it's really important to use the body and to use action in in healing and you know art therapy because of the sensory and you know action-based component of what it is of the process of using art you do have that in addition with that talk therapy where we do process what comes up right and then in addition to that like many therapists like I I do will will combine somatic practices will combine um, other types of therapies to kind of facilitate that even deeper and better right so another reason why it's effective is that not everything can be spoken in words right if you really just think about how you think in your mind right now. Not everything that we think about, that we process, happens in linear language, right? We speak in linear language to each other because that's conditioning, right? We've been conditioned to do that. And that has become the most efficient way, we already talked about this, the most efficient way to communicate. But in our minds, not everything comes up 
in words. I personally think in images, right? I think sometimes in like scatterings of words, sometimes thoughts, you can't even really place how how thoughts are pieced together, right? It's all different. It's all unique. Sometimes we're not, most of the time, we're actually not even conscious of our thoughts. And it's so important to acknowledge that, right? It's so easy to fall into the um, automation of just using words. And art therapy gives you an opportunity and that space and that facilitation to learn to process in images, to learn to process in, you know, to process your emotions and your thoughts in ways that are not simply just linear or cognitive. That's so, so, so important. And and for me personally, that is one of like the main um, anchors to why I do the work that I do and why I believe in art therapy. It's because, you know, I'm very aware of the way I learn and I know that I'm a visual learner. Okay. I know that I I very often will be at a loss for words. I'm just, I don't know, sometimes I'm not fully eloquent, right? I'm not fully, I'm, I'm very aware that I struggle with with placing certain emotions with certain words. And sometimes the concept of linear language just doesn't totally make sense to me and doesn't totally sit and feel right in different settings. So learning that there are alternate ways of expressing yourself is so powerful and that's what we do in art therapy a few other things right art therapy uses a different part of the brain we've already covered this it's not logical it's not narrative right sometimes thoughts emotions will come in from if you think about it like different corners of our minds and we just allow those little bits to come through, through shape, through color, through images, through symbols. And it doesn't need to make sense in the most typical way. It just needs to come out and it needs to make sense to you. That's what it's, well, that's what's important. And not everything has to make sense to the therapist. Not everything has to make sense to the people around you. Not everything even needs to make sense logically to you. What's important is that those little bits, those little thoughts, emotions, ideas are expressed. When they're expressed, you're allowing that energy to flow through. You're allowing life energy to flow through you so that you're processing. Okay, another thing about our therapy is that there is a very concrete um, like reward system that gets activated when you create art, especially when you create art that feels pleasurable to you. Right? When you finally, for a lot of my clients, when they finally um, are able to put down that inhibition of, or, or those are, you know, limiting beliefs of, oh, I'm not able to make art or like, oh, I'm not an artist. How can I make art? I feel uncomfortable using art. Once you get past that feeling of unfamiliarity and you allow yourself to just be in your creativity and expression, whatever that looks like, however that looks like, when you're just mindful of your art process, creating art really activates the reward center of your brain, right? Your brain releases dopamine, which is the happy chemical, (laughs) when you experience pleasure like making art. And that basically helps to soothe your nervous system <laughs> amongst many things, right? It's a happy chemical. It allows you to feel mindful. It allows you, fe- it allows you to feel good. 
And so, you know, neurologically, that's what's happening in your brain when you make art, and that's why it's good for you, and that's how it's effective, right? Um, in addition to that, I'll also add that, you know, the sensory stimulation of making art activates new neural pathways in your brain that we don't use day to day, right? When we're not slowing down and we're not like slowing down in a nervous system and just slowing down in the way we are being mindful and are perceiving our day to day, if we're not carving out time to, to really just slow down, most of the time we're just allowing the sensory overload that most of us are living in to just pass right through. And when we're doing that, we send our nervous system into overdrive. And just all in all, our minds are also just overloaded, right? So in our therapy, what we work on is slowing down the system, slowing down and enjoying and being in pleasure. It's a big part of it, okay? And I'll also add that, you know, in relation to pleasure, our therapy is also about play. It's about playing, exploration, being curious about the world, being curious about what you see, being curious about your emotion, right? So as opposed to talk therapy, where oftentimes it can be very solution-oriented, while, you know, we can be solution-oriented and goal-oriented in our therapy, a lot of it really is about opening your heart to an exploration of your inner child, the exploration of your inner child in relation to different parts of yourself, the more adult parts of yourself, and allowing those different parts to come together in a more harmonious space. Right. With that said, of course, while there is a lot of that play and pleasure in our therapy, um, we do, I mean, at least the way I practice, is that, of course, there is also that um, trauma release element to it. When we express, whether that be somatically or through color and shape as energy, all of it really is just energy, just in different ways, in different forms. We are releasing. We are moving energy through. We're moving a lot of that blocked stuff, all those blocked thoughts, suppressed memories, like repressed emotions, we're allowing that a space to breathe. And sometimes those things, like I've already kind of covered, sometimes those thing, things won't feel obvious to us. They won't logically even make sense. They won't really have, you won't really have a label or like a cognitive name for whatever passes through you during art therapy when you're held in that space. But what's important is that it's being released, right? That's energy being released. It's stuff that's being unblocked. And that's why it's effective, right? Sometimes, I don't know, I think as humans, we are just so, we can become so obsessed with the need to know and the need to understand, right? Because, you know, that's just a part of human nature. But a lot of that is ego. A lot of that is our ego wanting to know, wanting to understand, wanting everything to logically make sense so that we can logically make sense of our lives and who we are and give like give, give, give a like give an image to ourselves, give an identity to ourselves. But there is actually so much power in surrendering to the release, the subconscious release and the unlabeled release of your expression. So much power.
yeah and that's the stuff that I do (laughs) and that's the stuff that I love I love 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 to help my clients kind of realize the significance of and it just it makes life so much easier when you realize that you can surrender to expression and you can surrender to the intuition of creative expression and like what your inner child knows and what you innately were born with, right? This language that you innately were born with. There's just, it just makes life so much easier when you can surrender to it. And when you realize that that is your strength and that is all of our strengths. And that is actually the thing that ties us all together. Okay. All right. (laughs) Got quite passionate there. Okay, I want to just end this little episode. Not even that little, because I feel like I've been talking a while. I want to talk about who art therapy is for and like who it can be for and who particularly it might be helpful for and whether this resonates with you. Okay, so of course, like I said, everyone is creative. Everyone is capable of creative expression. And everyone, I believe everyone should have a practice of nurturing creativity for themselves whatever that looks like right it doesn't have to be visual art it doesn't have to be art therapy but foster that expression for yourself whatever that means for you and that is important art therapy is one really like an integral way in my opinion that helps you facilitate that um that skill and that space for yourself but yeah just know that um what i'm saying here is is basically art therapy can be for anyone. Obviously, I know that it doesn't resonate with everyone necessarily, but know that creativity is for everyone. Okay. Okay. So anyway, that was off on a tangent. Art therapy is really, really effective for those of you who might feel like you've been in talk therapy for a while, or you might've tried different therapies, whether that be CBT, DBT, narrative therapy, whatever it is. And you're finding that, you know, talking verbal therapy is just not working as well as you'd like it to be maybe you feel like you understand the pieces logically but nothing is changing right you feel like no matter like you you could you could talk all day you could just talk to the cows come home but you kind of feel stuck in many ways it kind of feels like even with this knowledge nothing is really moving forward and you're not really being able to you're not really able to heal in the way that you would like that's when you know that you need to do some somatic work, definitely some somatic work, definitely some nerve system regulation. And, you know, in addition to that, I would say a therapy like art therapy or potentially help you if you're open to it. Okay. Um, art therapy, obviously great for those of you who are, who already see, if you already see yourself as creative, Right. Um, you openly enjoy art and you're confident with your art making, then, you know, you'll have an open heart to it most likely. You'll feel comfortable with using the art materials and you'll be able to really easily step into that expression and even in the, in the therapeutic space. Um, art therapy is really, really wonderful if you are someone who struggles with speech um, or you struggle with expressing yourself in, uh, in an embodied way. This was me for most of my life. Um, I went to talk therapy for 
several years and I really, really enjoy talk therapy. I still go to talk therapy occasionally, but it never helped me with my ability to express myself and my confidence in in expressing myself. That only came, honestly, with the trauma release work of somatic practice and art therapy. And also I'll add energetic healing. The energy work that I do has tremendously opened up my ability to express myself. Okay, so yeah, just take note of that. You know, if you're someone who just doesn't totally feel comfortable expressing yourself with words, explore other ways that that you could be that you could be expressing yourself because expression is just so important. I feel like that's like the keynote that I'm hitting home. Expression is so important. So find ways to allow your creative expression to come through. Okay, next point. If you have trauma that you are not able to clear. Again, this kind of goes back to uh the first point, right? If you've been in talk therapy or you've been just trying different ways to clear your trauma or if you just know that you have a lot of deep wounds from childhood from whatever it is that you have not been able to clear yourself or you have not uh, felt comfortable clearing or like working on or healing because dealing with it just feels too confrontational know that art therapy is very gentle the whole my whole approach to art therapy and my um, my belief of it is that it is the least confrontational therapy there is. So, um, yeah, if you resonate with that, our therapy could be really beneficial um, for you. Okay. Uh, our therapy also wonderful for visual and kinesthetic learners. Stating the obvious, if you know, if you're a visual learner, learning and expressing yourself with color, form, shape will be will help to really stimulate you and will help to just activate your brain and take you to that next like it'll help like open up your cognitive flow too and yeah if you're a kinesthetic learner too right in our therapy we use a lot of movement we use our hands we use our arms sometimes we use our legs we we move around as we as we make a piece of art um it allows that element of you to also be integrated into your healing and of course if you're drawn to exploring just alternative modalities of therapy you're just curious about art therapy you're curious about you know different ways that you can different like perspectives from which you can explore your healing and your self-development art therapy is going to be really interesting for you it really is a very alternative but at the same time very human and very natural and innate way of healing so yeah and honestly if you feel called to be listening to this if you're listening to this um, episode and you've gotten this far right and you're interested and curious to learn more about art therapy like there's a reason for that and there will very likely be something effective and powerful for you to explore within the art therapeutic space so yeah, um, that was my little, I guess like 101 on art therapy, um, what it is, how it can help you, 
just the, the basic nutshell around that. So I hope this was helpful. Um, and yeah, let me know if you have any questions, further questions about art therapy, uh, drop them in my DMs at uh, yourpeace.art on Instagram, or you can email me at jade at yourpeace.art. Email me any questions or suggestions or just things that you want me to talk about or discuss and explore in this podcast um, in regards to art therapy, but also in regards to, you know, anything else that I practice and anything else that you're curious about. Um, and yeah, let's create a dialogue. Um, and I would love to, yeah, explore the topics that you're interested in and that we're all interested in. I will see you in the next episode. I also just want to add here that the activation library, my newest container, my newest offer is now available for membership for registration. The activation library is a collection of pre-recorded guided healing tracks that range from guided meditations to visualizations, to somatic practices, to breath work, to energy healings and clearings all of the good stuff that I practice with my one-on-one clients distilled into little bite-sized pieces that you can get access to on a month-by-month basis. It is low commitment, it is low ticket, and it is extremely powerful and sacred. With this container, you also get the opportunity to request personalized content and personalized activations and healings and tracks from me based off of what you're going through, your challenges, themes that you want to explore deeper. You really get access to me at such a affordable and accessible uh, level. So check out the activation library. It is available for enrollment on the community platform. It is hosted there. Um, You can find more information on this in the show notes. So I'll see you in there too.